What is up, guys? It's Stu. It's another episode of the What the Fuck Gym Talk podcast. And earlier in 2020, I essentially turned off working with new clients. You know, we went from accepting probably one in three, one in four to probably one in 10 throughout 2020 because of everything going on. I needed to take care of my home base, which is urban movement. We were getting ready to roll out the license model. I just could not devote the time to working with any additional micro gym owners. I am opening that back up, and that number is 40. I will work with 40 gym owners per month. That is it. I currently probably have anywhere from 15 to 18 spots available right now. If you are interested in working with me without any contract, without any bullshit, literally you book it month to month to month for either 30 minutes or a 60 minute call, you pick and have full access to Microgym University and have a bat phone where you can literally access me via text audio, video, phone call, whatever it is, when shit is popping off in your business, then please shoot me a DM right this fucking second on Instagram at WTF Gym Talk and tell me you're interested in working together. I'd love to talk with you more about it. Enough of the plug. Let's get on with the podcast. What is up, guys? It is Stu, and it is another episode of the What the Fuck Gym Talk podcast. Every now and then I talk about programming and um, you know get into the the origins of my, you know, how I got into this industry was as a, as a coach and exercise science. And I've been wrestling with something. I, uh, you guys know, I, we created what we call tempo training, the group model, uh, myself, Isaac and Deuce, my team over at urban movement. And we essentially, we had tempo training in a group model and then Deuce and myself, uh, early in 2021, wanted to launch an online programming model, which was tempo training. And mainly I wasn't trying to launch it for business viability as much as I wanted to launch it so I could get a better understanding as to what it'd be like to launch an online programming business since I saw that happening. A lot of the clients I was working with were doing that. So I, I you know, I like to get in the trenches and, and test this stuff out. So obviously everything happened with me retiring and the building and all that stuff. So uh, however, you know, uh, now that I'm a, you know, I'm a civilian and I go and I, you know, I work out now more dude retirement. The one thing, I'll, you know, everyone's like, Oh, it's retirement. Like I still work. Like I'm still, I'm, I'm recording this fucking podcast now. I'm still traveling. I've got some, uh, some cool things to announce here. You know, I've got the, uh, the gym real estate company, the commercial real estate stuff I'm going through anyway. So it's like that. But the one thing I will say, I work out more now than I have in probably seven years. And I think that's a mix of like, yeah, I've got the free time, but it's also a mix of like, I'm not working out in my creation and urban movement anymore. You guys know what it's like when you work out inside of your own micro gym. It's hard. You're always distracted. You're always thinking of things like, oh, I could improve this or I need to go over and rearrange that or, you know, uh, one of your staff members needs to come speak with you about something. It just seems like there's always something blockading you from getting in your workout. And I don't have that now. I, I love where I go now. I, I pop in, I'm on my way there in a little bit. And I go uh, and I crank out these tempo training workouts. And part of me has really wrestled with the idea of, should I be documenting like what I do with my workouts now? Like I've never made content about me working out, like fucking ever. It's just not my thing. I know a lot of, I mean, like I've got the knowledge base there. I think I'm doing something kind of unique, but like I've got zero interest in ever creating any kind of like workout program. I have zero interest in that, but I do think it's interesting to, to share like when I, when, okay, for example, 
uh, I'm at Open Gym, which is generally just me. And there, you know, recently there's been some other people coming through this facility's Open Gym when I'm there. And they see the workout and they're like, what, uh, what are you following? And I'm like, I, you know, I, I don't really follow anything like per se, like a, an actual thing. I, it's what I call tempo training. I devised, you know, I created it back with my gym and a group model. And this is just kind of like my individual expression of it. And I'll get a lot of questions about it. And these are from people who've been doing CrossFit about five to seven years. Uh, experienced CrossFitters are still very much in that world. But I've just been having these really, you know, kind of interesting conversations where at first it was like, what the fuck are you doing? And now it's, well, so what, what exactly was that workout? I think I want to give that a try. That looked, so anyway, my question to you before I go into this is anyone interested if I were to like just document, be like, okay, this is what I do now as a former CrossFitter, former strength and conditioning person since 2006, you know, uh, and this is how I view functional fitness as it, you know, how I'm interpreting and how I'm doing it right now. Because a lot of what I do now, I think can be translated over. Like, you know, you'll see a lot of it from the group tempo training model. I think all of you guys in the micro gym world that are like barbell biased, Holy shit, could you steal some awesome, like some really good um, training principles and rules that we utilize in tempo training at the group model? Just to make your program look less douchey. I hate you. Uh, I hate, oh, my bad. I didn't mean to say that. Um, yeah, I did. Less douchey, uh, less injury, make it look more unique. There's a ton of, there's a bazillion business benefits to it and programming and fitness elements to it as well. But it, it, are you interested in that? Is, that? is that something if I started putting out content and I'm not going to do it a separate handle, it would all go under WTF Gym Talk. Would you be curious in seeing any of that? You know, what, you know, the workouts and, and like why I do them this way now that I've been, I'm 36 years old and I do, like, is there any interest there? You know, I love creating content. I've got enough of my content plate though, but this has just been something in the back of my head of like, I just feel like I should be document or sharing this in, in a small fashion, right? like one or two times a week just to give people an insight and maybe give someone else some ideas of what they could be doing and how they can evolve their CrossFit or their functional fitness. Anyway, so there's that. Let me just walk you through it too. Like that's all that I want to do on this podcast. I'm driving uh, home from an appointment and then to the gym. So it's at the top of my mind. So with tempo training, I've got a couple objectives, Okay. Number one is I personally, like at Urban, we had uh, builds, sprints, and grinds. And, you know, grinds are really aerobic, sprints really, you know, they're aerobic, but they're more anaerobic, um, so on and so forth. You had builds are in the middle. I personally, at 36 years old, and someone who is mainly, the main goal is body composition, how I look naked, um, and it's not performance-based. It's not, I don't care how much I deadlift. I don't care how many pull-ups I do. I don't care how fast I do something. I care solely how I look with a shirt off, naked, and how I feel, ultimately. As long as I'm not in pain, I have no achy joints, I don't have any shoulder problems, and I look fucking dope, naked, that's all I care about. So number one, that is the primary fitness goal. I achieve that by utilizing longer aerobic sessions. So my average tempo training workout will last in total of actual biological work around one hour, okay? Now, for a lot of you guys who are like, fuck, man, you're gonna be in the gym for an hour? I ain't got time for that. And that's where I hear a lot of like the CrossFit guys are like, fuck that, work out for an hour? No way. I'm not too busy. I'm not. (laughs) I'm not too busy. Um, I guess why, again, this is my journey. This is my thing. But you could tailor this down 
Like I've got a buddy of mine unrelated in the fitness industry that I've shared all of these workouts with that he's doing them, but he does, he does not have the free time like I do. So he is having to go ahead and take my 60 minute versions and dial them down to 30 minute versions. So, and which is, you're completely able to do. But anyway, it's generally around 40 to 60 minutes of biological work. I personally like to go more on the 60 minute side. I, at this stage, I'm not going for high RPM intensity. So I like to throttle that back and I like a longer, lower intensity session. Now intensity is important. Where do we get the intensity from? I bring the intensity in through uh, various elements of the workout, which I'll explain in a second but mainly through a lot of time under tension and tempo. And then in modal or movements that I'm able to go ham on, we install intensity there. Those are going to be things like your ergs, your, you know, maybe things like, um, you know, sprints or body weight movements, um, things like devil presses, uh, double arm dumbbell snatches, things that you can't, it's harder to apply tempo to hang power cleans, um, dumbbell set like you like those kind of movements slam ball work those are the things where we had, we apply intensity now for the intensity piece I, w- I have an apple watch I use my heart rate as the indicator of intensity now most people have a wearable and they know where their heart rate kind of exists at me personally for that 60 minutes I'm trying to live in that one let's call it like 156 to 165 range and that's for my average. And then there are bouts, moments within that 60 minute piece where I've spiked it up into the to mid 70s, high 70s, 170s, okay? So that's really what I use as my, thermo- my, my, uh, my gauge, my speedometer, right? I know when the throttle back, there's certain parts, especially like when I'm doing certain things, certain tempo movements, I need to be, I'm throttling back to, you know, the 150s, the 160s, low 160s. And then when I'm dialing up, I'm in the high 170s, maybe into the 180s, okay? So that that's that part from like a monitoring intensity perspective. Here's an example of what a Stu Brower tempo training workout would look like, okay? Here's just the most basic version. Move for 60 minutes, or what you CrossFitters would call a 60-minute AMRAP but I don't like the idea of as many rounds as possible because I don't give a fuck how many rounds I get. I'm trying to biologically move for 60 minutes, maintain a certain level of a heart rate, and I want to get a lot of high volume or a lot of high quality time under tension. So here we go. Move 60. Um, we're going to go ahead and start at, uh, at the zero zero mark of the clock, and we're going to go ahead and do two minutes on the Concept2 bike erg. Two minutes worth. The first minute is at a damper of 10. All right, the first minute, high resistance, high damper setting, heavy legs. The second minute on that Concept 2 Biker shifts down to a damper setting of five. The, this is a great, if, you, if you're not switching your damper setting in your longer conditioning pieces, I know two minutes isn't that long of a piece. I, I'm telling you, you are, you're missing out on a great training adaptation. I fucking love it. And then on the next time I come around, as I'll explain the rest of this workout, but the next time you come to the erg, wherever the damper is, you do the minute there. So I'd be doing a minute at the damper setting of five, and then I kick it up to the damper setting at 10 for the second minute. Okay. So we have a two minute erg piece from there. 
we'll go ahead and let's say I'm going to do something like um, deficit lunges. So barbell deficit lunges, barbell on the back. And I've got a, I got a, you know, a stack of plates or whatever set up maybe around nine inches high. And I'm doing a deficit lunge. I'm doing six reps per leg, six reps in the right, six reps in the left. And I'm doing those with a tempo. So I'm standing on the plates. I step back, pause for one second, begin my descent, go down in three seconds, hold for two seconds at the bottom with my knee attached to the floor. So there's a complete stop. There's no bouncing out of it and then explode up and I repeat that six reps on the right, six reps on the left. And you know, that's meant to be a heavy load, something I'm really struggling with, with that type of time under tension. Okay, because those are long reps, okay? From there, I like to superset. I might go to something like some GHRs, glute ham raises, either off the floor or in a GHD machine. Maybe I'm gonna go with, um, with, with something to the tune of maybe some kind of leg extension. I, I've got the, the, animal ho- the animal feet, the monkey feet or whatever the fuck you call that, the attachment to your foot. You know, you step it in, do some leg extensions. Um, Nordic curls, uh, maybe it's going to go and do something from there. I'm going to go to, you know, uh, using that same nine-inch platform that I'm doing the lunges off of, I'll do a rear leg elevated dumbbell um, RDL at a tempo, going down in three seconds, holding. And generally, if I'm going heavier, lower volume on that primary movement, whatever I superset it with, the auxiliary movement is um, still good time under tension, just higher volume reps, lighter weight. So I've got this lower body component. Then I move on to a upper body or midline component. And that upper body piece might be something like um, six weighted ring pull-ups, you know, with a, uh, I don't know, a 30 pound dumbbell in between the knees or ankles or whatever it may be with a three second hold at the top and three seconds down. Immediately supersetted with, you know, if I'm doing vertical pulling, I might then go ahead and do some vertical pressing or some horizontal pulling and do more of an auxiliary based movement. Again, time under tension, but we're going to do higher volume reps. So there's that superset of the lower body, then a superset of the upper body. And then there's a core piece. Um, and that core piece is generally one movement by, you know, uh, body saws, um, static holds. We're going to talk, you know, strict toes to rings or toes to bar L sits. Um, I've got all these different core variations that are, that have got a lot of isometric holds in them. They're not just kip fuck your way through the movement as fast as possible. And it, you know, that's the thing with like toes, the bar and shit. When you get really good at those, you don't fucking feel them till you get to like rep 20, right? It's more of a, it becomes a grip and lat endurance thing. Like for me, I don't feel toes the bar until I get, if I go fast until I get to rep like 15 or 20, right? So now I, I just, I hold positions. I run isometrics and I can do less work or less reps. And then from there I get right back on the bike and I, and I repeat that for 60 fucking minutes, right? So it's erg upper or lower body superset, upper body superset, midline, right back to it. I get my full body in, I get to completely control the variables of it, and I go for 60 minutes. That is like, that's like my favorite version of tempo training to run. Fucking love it. Now, when I, want it, when I switch it up, I might do something like, okay, I'm gonna go for 60 minutes today, but I'm gonna do a 20 minute block, rest two minutes, a 20 minute block, rest two minutes, a 20 minute block. And obviously, as the duration goes down, I have a general rule of thumb. For every 10 minute piece, you know, for a 10 minute piece, I'm generally looking at two movements. 
a 20 minute piece, I'm looking at three movements. A 30 or 40 minute piece, I'm generally going ahead and I'm looking at, you know, I can be looking at multiple. I'll be looking at four, five, six movements from there. Um, 60 minute piece, same thing. So I, I guess maybe the way you might want to break it down, because I'm just thinking about some of the variables I've done, some of the versions I've done recently. A 10 minute piece, two movements, 20 minute piece, three movements. Um, a 40 minute piece would go ahead and four movements. And then a 60 minute piece might have up to six movements. And again, that's why the durations are longer. I want to keep my heart rate up high for a long period of time. Focus is time under tension, smooth, steady lifts. And uh, that that's, dude, that's it. That's tempo training. And I'm doing that six days a week and at least twice a week, probably around twice a week. I also jump into a group class. I go and take a group class, which is generally going to be more like of a go ham kind of scenario. It's much faster than my tempo training, much shorter duration. However, I go ahead and I place tempo in. So for example, I don't like doing double unders or wall balls anymore for no other reason than movement preference. I don't prefer doing them. If I'm going to work hard at something, it's going to make me look better naked. And no offense, kids, unless you're fat, wall balls and double unders don't make you look better naked. They keep you conditioned, right? They'll keep someone who looks good naked conditioned, but I have a priority. And if I'm going to spend that time under stress, I'm going to do something that is going to do that. So uh, instead of wall balls, I might go ahead and do like a um, a crush grip thruster with a heavy dumbbell. So like a 70 pound dumbbell crush grip thruster where I'm going down in two seconds, holding for two seconds and then locking it out overhead at the top of the thruster and bringing it down in three seconds. Something that's really high volume time under tension. That is going to make me look better naked. I am going to get hypertrophy out of that and I'm going to get a good conditioning piece out of that. So I'll go and tweak those things and the, the coaches and shit at the gym I go to are fucking phenomenal. They let me do whatever the fuck, I, you know, they, not whatever the fuck I want, but they're, they're very willing to let me make my modifications um, accordingly. And uh, I'm grateful as fuck for that. But like, anyway, bottom line is this is just uh, a, an inside look as to what I'm doing with tempo training now. If you're interested in seeing this shit and me cooking this into the content I drop on WTF, Shoot me a DM on Instagram. It's the only reason I'm going to do it. If I get a, if I get enough of you guys sending me DMs, I will start doing it. Otherwise, nobody gives a fuck. That's cool. Nobody gives a fuck. Um, but yeah, I just thought it was worth... Uh, it's at the top of my mind because I'm planning my workout in my head right now. I think I'm going to do a 30-minute piece, a 20-minute piece, and then a 10-minute piece. So I get 60 minutes all in. And uh, yeah, I'm kind of playing around this. I think this is going to be a cool one. I'm excited about this. Anyway, guys, I hope your workouts are going great. Whatever it is you're doing, fucking rock out. I'm just glad you're moving. This is what I'm doing as a 36-year-old former CrossFitter who I guess technically is still doing CrossFit because I'm doing constantly varied functional movements of high intensity. But this is how I like to train now. Maybe some of you guys can relate to it. Until I talk to you in the next podcast, kids, have a great fucking day.